Surprise, bitches. I got you an episode this week. I know I told you last week that we wouldn't have an episode this week um, because Ray's lady's going to give him birth on uh, Tuesday. Well, we ain't got you a show anyway. <laughs> uh, quick update. Um, Dominic Joaquin Amuda was born on August 8th, 2018. So congratulations to him and the pale elf Heidi. Um, we were able to see uh, the kid yesterday and it was amazing. So congratulations to you guys. Um, can't wait to see you, um, see you guys again uh, and have you back on the show, Ray, next week. Maybe we can talk a little bit about it. Um, but uh, in this episode, I get a bunch of shit wrong. Feel free to play the Andy Get Shit Wrong drinking game um, and enjoy the show. Veteran Gamer Re-Enlisted, episode 53. He doesn't know this is happening. What's up, Veteran Gamers? We are back with another edition of the show that drinks beer, rolls dice, and... Talk shit. Yes, we do. I'm your host, Andy. I'm not joined by Ray. <laughs> he doesn't know this is happening. Oh, he doesn't? He doesn't. No. Oh, that's awesome. This is going to be great. I just wanted to surprise him. So, um, But, of course, we are joined by our good friend, Richard Kozark, the pretty dick. The pretty dick. The prettiest of dicks. Thank you for having me. <laughs> My Warhammer daddy, Jeff, gave you that name. It's a pretty good name, it's I have to say. I he would say, he goes, I think you'd be happy to have this nickname. <laughs> oh, no. What was it on Facebook the other day? There was a kind of conversation going back and forth. The guy goes, hey, are you pretty dick? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I am. <laughs> now, now you're internet famous bitch. <laughs> well, see, now I'm waiting for a t-shirt that says VGR podcast, pretty dick on the crust. There we go. There Amazing. we go. Amazing. Well, I'll talk about that here in a minute because <laughs> there's an issue that has occurred. Oh. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so on today's show... Um, we're going to talk about some tournament lists in the tournament meta. Um, both me and Richard are going to the Hammer of Wrath. Um, mm-hmm. BAO just happened. Um, ETC just happened. So a lot of tournaments are happening at the same time. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff happening in the meta, and we're going to talk a little bit about that and how we're preparing for kind of that some of that stuff. Uh, we got some lists from some listeners who want to go ahead and have us take a look at them and see what we think about them, maybe make some improvements for them. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, and then, of course, we have the conclusion of the show. Uh, so, uh, as for the t-shirt thing, now we are having this contest that was supposed to end in July. I'm having a little dispute with oh. my t-shirt distributor. <laughs> um, apparently I supposedly violated some IP rules, which is total bullshit because every single design was of my personal making. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm having a little dispute. Um, not to be a little ninja maybe, but we're going to have this contest. I will have some more shirts, you know, I'll, I'll get this stuff together. Um, so that's what's happening on that end of, the, ah, of things fun. so yeah uh 
Disney is very protective of their IP, <laughs> even if it slightly looks like anything they're doing. Wait, wait, wait. It's Disney? Yeah, but I, it's all my own designs. But wh- is there a specific shirt that they're saying that? It's, it was, so this is for something else. This is for, um, I was doing a favor for a friend. Okay. And I told him, yeah, I can make some shirts. The Mickey fucking mouse head is three circles. It's a goddamn Venn diagram. Okay? You can't tell me you can IP three fucking black circles. Well, apparently they can. I didn't steal anything. I made it myself. Mm -hmm. Right? So apparently that's IP protected. It's three fucking circles. A fucking Venn diagram has been IP protected. So, okay, whatever. I'm going to fix it, though. I'm going to fix it. Um, But lastly, most importantly in the introduction, what we are drinking the other reason I decided to have Richard on is because he said he'd off- he offered to provide beer. I'm a giant hogar that way. So I just said, sure, come on down. <laughs> and then I also really enjoy drinking beer. So yeah. it's a win-win. There you go. Fine. There you go. So we got a couple different things going on. But here what we're starting with. Uh, go ahead and uh, let me know what we're drinking right now. So this is the Mission Brewery IPA. Um, it's actually pretty good. I mean, I don't know anything about this fucking beer because it's not the beer I actually wanted to buy. Uh, what did you want to buy? So there's, I had a backup, but I really wanted this, it's called the Oligosh Crucible. Okay. So it's aged in this whiskey barrel for like nine months prior to them actually bottling it. Okay. And that is a good fucking beer. It's like 10%, 11%. Holy fuck. And it's really, really good and smooth. (laughs) Oh, good. And then uh, I had a backup that was going to be the Pliny Elder, which apparently is really famous and a lot of people know it and ask for it. I've heard of this, yeah. Neither of these are carried by BevMo. Oh, okay. So I was talking to the guy about it. Apparently, someone at the company that owns BevMo or really high up pissed off Pliny Eldar's distributing company. Oh, no. And they will never receive it ever. They get asked for it all the time, and they don't get it. You got to try Total Wine and more. They might have it. Sure. Um, I'll I'll try anything. They're like like if Costco and Whole Foods got together and sold nothing but alcohol. That's Total Wine and more. I like that. You know, like BevMo is kind of like industrial. It has that kind of that Costco feel, yeah. right? Where Total Wine has that as well, only it feels really nice and looks really nice on the inside. Like, it looks like a Whole Foods. Okay, it's all like, fancy. It's all fancied up, right? So you feel like, wow, like I'm really in a nice spot here. And I'm buying some I'm alcohol. moving up in life. Yeah, I can yeah. This. I'm still an alcoholic, but goddamn. Like... <laughs> It's like transitioning from Walmart to Target. You really know you're going oh, somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Walmart. Yeah, yeah. this is nice. <laughs> Living wages in this bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, Mission Brewing, they're out of San Diego. This is really, um, I've liked some of their other beers. They've got a red, which is actually really good. Oh, okay. I didn't um, know that. The Coronado, the Coronado Red. I think, no, is that, that no, they're doing another company. But I've had a lot of Mission beers. Well, have had you a, had this one? I haven't had the Indian Pale. This is a straight one. This is pretty good. Yeah, I, so, I like it. 6.8 alcohol by volume. Fucking your phone is on. Oh, I bring you down I, here, you know what? son I, of a I, bitch. I fucking suck. I'm sorry. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to kick his fucking ass. <laughs> Actually, we're going to go feed our fat faces. And we'll be back with Tournament Lists and the Meta. Abrasive, chaotic, and experimental. That's the music of Dead Swarm. Dead Swarm's approach to metal is dark and aggressive. Influenced by the grooves of Six Feet Under the raw aggression of Morbid Angel, and the technicality of death. Featuring an articulate and guttural lead vocals and a hard-hitting rhythm section, the thrashy death metal sound of Dead Swarm evokes portrayals of humanity's capacity for evil. Dead Swarm is currently recording a 2018 EP that is designed to reinvent the West Coast metal scene and raise up the swarming masses. 
You can find Dead Swarm music on iTunes, Amazon MP3, and Google Play. You can also visit their website, deadswarm.com, for music, tour dates, and merchandise. Dead Swarm. A new dawn. Terraforming. A new dawn. Terraforming. And we are back. Tournaments. We do tournaments. Yes, sir. Uh, we drink beer, roll dice, talk shit, and play tournaments. Oh, yeah. Uh, we drink a lot, we fuck a lot, and, well, I don't know about you, but I don't know. Not so much lately. You know, yeah. just... Not even yourself? You no, know, you, get, you get a fiancé, and then all of a sudden the sex really starts slowing down. It's supposed down. to happen after the wedding. She hasn't, she hasn't yeah. locked you down yet. We're really just moving fast with our relationship, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Babe, we're working... This is going way too fast, honey. Like, I'm telling you, like, this whole sex slowing down thing is... And I wasn't prepared for this yet. You know, I, I know. I, that, I thought it was like a, a year into our marriage. And then, you know, and she's like, well, you already got fat. So what am I going to do? <laughs> and that's what sucks. I gained so much weight since I started dating her. Fuck. <laughs> okay. So our next tournament is Hammer Wrath. Yes, sir. Uh, this weekend. So this is going to we'll launch here on Friday. Um, and we'll be probably on our way. Well, that afternoon. Hammer Wrath happened. That is so really nothing you can learn from this. So tell me about your tournament lists. Or list. So I've been practicing with it a little off and on. I'm still trying to hammer out the kinks, but I think it's a little fucking late at this point to be changing anything. Well, yeah. So, but obviously I'm sticking with my primary, which is demons, because still yeah. number one demons in the world. Uh-huh. You know, a little, little brag there. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, just a little Sorry, bit. I got to throw that in there once in a while. You notice how unimpressed I was? Just, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sure that Tiffany looks like that in bed. It's fine. <laughs> Well, it's not getting you laid, so apparently no one's impressed. <laughs> Touche. Okay, I don't, I don't got one back for that. That was good. <laughs> uh, so I, I got a, I got a demon battalion, and I'm actually switching it up. I'm all corn. Really? Yeah. I'm excited about this. I, I like I, corn. I played Pasadena last month, and I got tabled in two turns with my fly list. Really? Yeah. It was bad. Like it. Like, first game, just got table in two turns. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> Looks like I need to switch this list up. That was fun, yeah. Yeah, fun, fun. What'd you get beat by? So, it was uh, Admech. Really? So it was three Dune Crawlers, which are all hitting on twos because they have the anti-fly bullshit. Yeah, the Icarus Arrays. Yeah, yeah. So, it has three of those, four of the Castellan robots. Okay. So, it's all doing, you know, 72 shots. Yeah, I have Call, that. re-roll everything. Re-roll everything. And a giant knight Strix. Styrix. Styrix, yeah. So it's it has the best weapon for killing demons because it doesn't have an AP, always wounds on a three, straight three damage, mm-hmm. assault 2d6. Yeah. Like, okay, well, good game, man. Fucking shook his hand. Mm-hmm. It also didn't help that I, like, deep struck down nine inches away, failed all you know, of my charges. charges with re-rolls and everything. And in one turn, he killed two units of flies, and I had nothing protecting my characters. That was just the onagers. All right. So the fucking the Castellan robots, like, okay, I'm going to put 10 on Aramon. I'm going to put 10 on the fucking Slobbity Ball Piper. Put 10 on this, 10 on that. And then all fucking four of my characters died. Wow. Like, all right. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Because on sixes, it does a mortal wound. In addition. In addition. You spend the command point and you do mortal wounds on top of the damage. Yeah. yeah. I was expecting one character lift. Nope. Nope. Not even with feeling pains. Not, they no. all fucking died. Yeah. You're just, put, you're just putting down so many wounds because... 
it's the mortal wounds that get you. It's those free wounds that you're not accounting for. Yeah, you get to feel no pains, but on five up, how many of those are you going to save? Well, it's not necessarily just that. Remember, I only have a five up save base. Right, base. So it's... I'm good at rolling fives. Not that many fives. Yeah, not that many fives. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. So, so I'm fucked. So I'm, yeah. I'm changing my list up. So it's And it's worked out pretty well because uh, I have a Blood Master and a, a Corn Battalion, which is just plus one strength, you know, no, no mm-hmm. crazy shit. Yeah. A Demon Prince of Chaos, which is going to be uh, an Axe of Corn, and he's going to take the Relic Skull Reaver. So what that does, it's a Titan Slayer. On the charge, I have six attacks, strength 11, Minus four D six damage and sixes are D three uh, mortal wounds in addition. Wow! Reroll yeah. all the wound against Titanic. Wow! Yeah. So you're gonna see knights. You're basically all you're hitting out at all, and then you're wounding all of them, and you're you know I'm putting twenty one to twenty four on average on a knight one turn. It's pretty good. Pretty good. So we'll see how that goes. If you're not killing it, you're severely degrading it. Yes, and then it's you know you don't have to worry about it that point. right. And you just walk away from it. Uh, I got the Skull Taker in there, which a lot of people don't really use, which I'm surprised, because he gives all blood letters plus one to hit yeah. in that 8-inch bubble. So it's huge. So even if he doesn't make the deep strike with him, with your units, I'm still close enough. Right. Then I take three <clears throat> units of 20 blood letters, which a lot of people don't do, because 30, you know, obviously you're hitting on twos past 20. Well, with the Skull Taker, I'm hitting on twos regardless. Right. So if I lose two guys in Overwatch, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. And then Reaper, I don't, I don't care. I'm giving up Reaper points. I'm going to give fine. it up. I'm giving it up. I'm gonna, so I just might as well take mass bodies. Exactly. Yeah. And three blood letter units um, dropping down. I haven't seen anyone able to recover. Right. So, so at far, least, it's at least defeated. one of them is going to make it into close combat. All of them. So I'm charging on 3d6 every single squad. Right. And I'm re-rolling that charge for right. free. And I get plus one to that. I've watched blood letters fail charges. Re-rollable charges? Yeah. The whole thing. All 3d6. I've watched... I've watched a bloodletter unit fail its charge. Yes. Wow. They suck. I've seen it done twice. Yeah. Was it the same guy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. His dice hate him. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is that it's a high likelihood that something's going to make it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The odds are is, is like two and fucking three quarters of them make it all the time. Right, right, right. So, um, I'm pretty happy with them so far. Then I have a Nurgle battalion but it's not necessarily just demons it's nurgle you know keyword right right so it's two pox bringers which are pretty useful because one of them has the shriveling pox which is minus one toughness to something that's 18 inches away so you stack that so even space marines or something equivalent to that is now t3 which means my blood letters are strength six everything's winning on twos, twos. hitting on twos rerolling ones winning on twos it's power swords everything fucking dies yeah yeah very very useful um, the other one just knows Nurgle's Rod. It's I'm still playing with it. I'm not sure if I really want to keep that one. Uh, three units of Nurglings, just to keep that battalion. Right. Three units of Foul Blight Spawns, which are the super sweet Death Guard Flamers that... Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, I almost see no one ever fucking use these, and I don't know why. Um, they're just really good. And they're actually what they're for is taking out Eldar Flyers. Because it's, it's, hits. yeah, it's, uh, it's an assault D6. So I move five plus an advance and then obviously nine inches more. Um, strength two D6 minus three straight three damage. And you reroll ones to wound all the time. So pretty fucking yeah, useful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, two plague burst crawlers, which they're just, There's they good. just don't fucking die. There's awesome. Yeah. Aramon. Um, cause he's then, awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. I'm trying something new. I'm actually trying to turn him into a character sniper. Because you can take a couple different 
um, psychic powers that target any unit that's 18 inches away. Okay. And they're pretty easy, you know, powers. So, like, Doom Bolt's kind of tough, but then it's also useful, like, against your Gene Stealers, for example. Yeah, half movement. Yeah. Half movement, can't advance, and takes mortal wounds. Uh, Infernal Gaze, 18 inches. You know, you just take mortal wounds on a four-up, I roll three dice. Pretty good. Yeah. And Zinch's Firestorm, which is roll nine dice and six to take mortal wound. Between those three, I can almost guarantee I snipe a character. Yeah. Except for Gilliman or some bullshit like that, but, you know, it's pretty reliable. Right, yeah. Those little guys with the little bubbles, they got the five or six wounds, yeah. Exactly. It could really put a lot of punishment on those, especially like Abaddon or something like that that's giving that fearless bubble. Well, I might be able to take him out in one turn, which, you know, a lot of those armies can't climb back after, after Abaddon, that. right? Yeah. Um, Exalted Sorcerer, uh, I'm sorry, this started a, a third battalion, so I'm starting with 18 command points right off the bat. Okay. Um, Exalted Sorcerer is the next one. Um, he just has the Helm of the Third Eye, which is a five-up CP right. regain only when my opponent uses it. And then he's just the Warlord. I just hide him in the back. and Right, just com- command point yeah, farm. Ex- exactly. CP I farm. tried as much as I can because right. the Blood Letters use so much. And then three units of Cultists that just hold the backfield. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty tough because all of my useful shit is either in Deep Strike or it's behind two Plague Burst Crawlers. And, you know, good luck. Unless you have a shitload of knights with really good shooting and I suck at saves, I'm probably going to live. Yeah. And then turn two, everything starts hitting you while all of my characters just run up, take over the board. Right, right, yeah. And it's it's been very, very effective and I haven't seen anyone really recover. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But you're blowing nine command points right out the gate. Just before, on, on before pre, the pre-game, game starts, yeah. yeah. Before the game starts, technically, I mean, four of them are like five of them are deployment, but still. The only danger of that is when you blow your command points early. You blow everybody early. There's no respect afterwards, <laughs> right? Because, for, for instance, let's sounds see. like you know from experience. I do. It's it's rough. Um, <laughs> I can't go back to certain places now. It's no respect. <laughs> Get no respect. Um, but the one thing I could see is if someone had like a massive amount of bodies. Mm-hmm. And could move fast and could fill parts of the board and say, okay, cool. Now you're coming in turn two. But this is your spot. Which, you know, obviously you just don't always deep strike them on that certain occasion. Sure. Now, if they have that much infantry, the shooting is probably not that good. Right. Then I can throw blood letters on the board. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Like I actually played a, a team tournament, uh, what was it, a weekend ago against like Kenny Boucher and all that. Mm-hmm. And he had all this out, um, fucking Alpha Legion cultists, took the entire board. It was 120 cultists. And I knew he was going to do this before I even walked up to the table. Right. Okay, cool. So I'm, I'm putting two of my blood letter units down on the table, starting also with my characters. And I'll leave one off the table just in case I get that lucky little right, you find a swing bubble. in there and fucking get them. So. Yeah. And it worked out. He was like, yo, what up, dog? That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's still the most likable person on that podcast. Though. So <laughs> I have to give him that. I yeah. still like Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Just giving him shit, man. That's what we do. No, that sounds cool. So you've been having some luck with it so far. Yeah, so far. Because yeah. I, I just, I don't think I can go back to Nurgle right now. And I'm sure Ray's fucking yelling at me through the car <laughs> saying how good they are because he always loses to them. Yeah. But he'll lose to something new now. So yeah. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my list is the same one from BAO. Um, uh, it's too quick a turnaround to really adjust anything. And after BAO, I really only felt I got beat once. Um, 
where there's nothing. There there three there's, times. I got beat three times, but like the two games, I, the other two games I lost, I felt like there was something. Like it wasn't an insurmountable. There's nothing wrong with my list, mm-hmm. right? There was something I could have done to win that game. Got it. Right. Now, the one game I played where I felt there's nothing I could have done was um, the game against Sean Morgan. He's got the Eldar Flyer list. And we ended up on the modified hammer and anvil board. Mm-hmm. And he deployed all of his stuff on the ground, either on the back line or in deep strike. Yeah, it's like 60 inches away if you're lucky. Yeah, so, yeah. And there's nothing. I, and he got first turn, killed my swarm lord, and then restrained my gene stealer unit. And that was it. That was the game. Mm-hmm. I, I knew it. I got that one. That, that was game over. There's nothing I can do. So now, now, do you think if you had a better deployment map? Yeah. If I had the any of the any of the others, any of the other maps... Other than maybe Vanguard Strike, because he could have deployed in like the very, very corner, mm-hmm. and then maybe castled up. But honestly, any of the maps, I feel as if I could have done something. Well, that's perfect. Then I mean, obviously, it, it, it was, I, I, I had a two and three chance. I had a you know a sixty percent chance of getting the table I wanted. I didn't get it. Correct. But still, Eldar flyer lists are a problem for me because I'm an assault army, and you can't assault a flyer unless you have the fly keyword. The only two guys I have that do that are Flying Hive Tyrants, and they're a target for those things anyway. Yep. So I have to try to boot you, right? Or just take a lot of objectives from you that you can't hold yourself. So that's sort of – so it's the one list I don't think I can re- – it's like that is my hardest matchup, and it's becoming a really big part of the meta. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, so I want to readjust, but it was too quick of a turnaround to get any practice games in. I'm going to look after this because my next big tournament's not till SoCal Open. So Got I'll it. have two months to – you're not going to Dice Hammer? No. September's a really busy month for me. Got it. Um, it's my wife's birthday month. Kids go back to school. Soccer and baseball all start at the same time. Mm. And it's just like, I need a month to like... And I want to take the wife on a vacation that does not involve a Warhammer tournament. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a nice guy. I, mean. I, I would like to have sex at some point. <laughs> So we're in the same boat right now. Yeah, what yeah, you're saying. yeah. Okay, well, good. All right. My my army does not impress her either. Okay, <laughs> uh, but my list is two battalions. Um, so it's a kraken battalion with a swarm lord, two flying hive tyrants, two gene stealer units, and a big unit of gargoyles and two units of um, rippers. And then I've got um, that's a kraken battalion, and then I have a Jormungandr battalion that has two neurothropes, three ripper squads. And three Carnifexes. And Jormungandr gives me the plus one to my armor if I don't um, advance or charge. Okay. So I put those on the Carnifexes. I give them negative one to hit with Spore Cysts. Mm-hmm. And now I'm negative one to hit, toughness seven, plus one to my armor. I have a two-up armor save. It's pretty good. Standing in the open. They're, in a lot of games, they become like the last thing that die. And they do so much. They just destroy infantry. Well, how many points is one of those? Uh, I think the way I carry them, like 115. That's a pretty cheap tank, if you think about it. That's a tank. And it's a shooting platform. So I put four Death Spitters with Slimer Maggots on it. So it's 12 shots, Strength 7, negative 1, 1 damage. It's not bad. So, so the 1 damage is actually really good because a lot of things that say, oh, I negate your multiple damage. Right? So it's Strength 7, negative 1. Negative 1 is murder infantry. I think only Eldar have that. I don't know of anything else besides Abaddon that really negates yeah. damage. But I don't I mean, have to worry about, like, because multiple damage, too, on infantry. Like, good. Take 3 damage on your infantry. Like. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's, it's not, it doesn't work well for things like knights or like Nurgle, for instance, where I have to do multiple damage. Correct. But it's, I, I'm, I'm focusing, I use them on infantry. That is clear out the little screens and then my gene stores can walk right through the hole and the murder whatever I want to touch. Hmm. So you got that really important like character unit back there or you got that infantry like that, that core unit you're trying to protect. I murder your screen with my Carnifexes and then my gene stores walk right through. 
This is exactly why I have Plague vs. Crawlers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because they're impossible. Yeah, they become yeah. your screen. They become impossible to kill. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to funnel my shit so you only have a demon prince right in between those two. And you can just fucking, come mm-hmm. on, let's go. Right. So, I mean, you have th- you have tools to deal with that. But most people put their screen right in front. Think, oh, this screen's good enough to protect whatever I've got. Yeah. Nope. Or I whittle down your 40-man cultist squad. Cool. Now the gene stores just mop up. Yeah. And now I'm close enough to pile into something. Or I can assault two things. No, no, no. You've caught me off guard. I mean, you did that to me before when I was stupid with my nerglings and you just came in and wrapped them, kind right. of killed them, and then fucking kept moving Kept through. moving on, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got tools at my disposal, but the Carnifex fill a really nice spot. I even leave them out and say, like, I make them, I make them bait. I'll go give them to it. Like, I'll put my Carnifex over on the side and go, okay, I'm going to assault that one thing with this really cool thing. Cool, you killed a Carnifex. <laughs> now I'm going to turn and murder your face. You know, yep. you, you're giving me kills. Cool. You know, I'll take it. But so they're a really effective unit. I really like them. But there's going to have to be a change. Hive Guard are just too good, but I'm expecting them to get nerfed. So I'm afraid to devote a whole lot of points to those two. So Which, that's, that, that's supposed to be this month, right? Um, I know there was like a, another FAQ that's supposed to come out because I know Chapter Proves in December. Yeah, no, it's Chapter Proves next. But we just got the FAQ. So we got the first Chapter Approved. No, there's two big FAQs a year now, plus Chapter Approved. Uh, I thought we got the previous. We just got the FAQ, though. We just got the big FAQ. That was in? That was in, like, June. Fuck, I need to look it up now. And now we're expecting the next Chapter Approved, which would be in, like, November or something like that. That should be, like, just after SoCal. I thought it was, like, November, December, yeah. Yeah. And then there was supposed to be another. There was, like, a spring and a fall FAQ. But we big we, FAQ. We, we bypassed all of that. They so that's that's the the thing. But we're we're mid cycle, so we got the chapter approved, then the FAQ. We just got the FAQ, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get chapter approved. The next FAQ won't be until like the spring, hmm. supposedly. Right. So we'll see. But because I know the big FAQ was delayed because of Adepticon. Yeah, Matt Rutt. Yeah, you I mean, fucked everything. You, every, fucked, you, you fucked me over hard. <laughs> uh, I wasn't running flyer and spam, I, but it, the the point increase was brutal. Like the 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 three units was enough to take care of the problem, but then they just raised the points for like like a double whammy. Like okay, like whatever, yeah. dude. Like that was unnecessary, but okay, <laughs> here we are. So but yeah, that's my list. It went three and three at BAO. There was like one list I felt like I couldn't really deal with, but if I got a different board, maybe I could have won that game. Mm-hmm. There's not any real lists that I really fear right now. Other than maybe Eldar Flyers, but I feel like I have tools that could possibly deal with it. So like I walk into every game going. I can deal with this. I just play my game. That's good. I just play my game. I've built my list around. I just play my game. I don't worry about your game. So how are you dealing with knights? Gene stealers. They're, yeah, but aren't they wounding on sixes? They're wounding on sixes, but it becomes negative one, negative four, one damage. So they're just automatically eating the wounds. Okay. Right? Unless they do... No, because that doesn't work in close combat. So they're just eating the wounds, right? And then I spin three command points and do it again. If I haven't killed the knight, I've severely degraded it, and I move on. Okay. But what I usually do is I ignore them for a turn. They shoot all the big stuff. But by then I've murdered whatever little infantry squad you have. And now I own all your objectives. See, the knights that I'm worried about, I, th- I think it's called Crass. It's it's one of those that I don't ever hear anybody else talk the household. about. household? Yeah, that's the household. Yeah. And they reroll all the hit the first round of combat. Yeah. So they just run in. They just stomp the shit out of you. Everything <sighs> hits. Everything wounds. And then I, they just fucking fight again, and then it just it murders me. Multiple knights, if it's like a whole army of knights, then yeah, that's a problem because it's just so much to deal with. Yeah, right. But usually I just focus and I chip away at one, 
And if I don't kill it, I just move on to the next. And like, oh, that one's degraded. And I just I take your objectives from you. Mm. I keep you from taking your objectives. I flood the board and I don't give you enough to do or something like that. Because everything I have that you want to shoot at anyway has an invulnerable save. And I can put funeral pains on them. Right? So I have some kind of thing to combat whatever you're doing. So it's not usually a problem. But I haven't really faced a full knight army yet. But full knight armies also, too, aren't really... It's They usually add a knight to something. Oh, see, so like, I've been playing a lot of, like, like Jose okay. at Gamer's Haven. And, yeah, he has fucking, like, two gallants and then the big-ass knight now. And it, it's a good matchup. I mean, it's well, it's it's tough to deal with that. Well, actually, moves on to our next topic, which is the meta, right? Like, what are we seeing in the meta? And I had some notes on this. And knights, of course, was number one. Oh, of course. At BAO, they were everywhere. Yeah, and everyone you, and their mom has a knight. I think eight of the top ten lists had knights or a knight in it. The only ones that didn't was a Yanari list. <laughs> but everyone is there everywhere. You saw knights everywhere. Everyone's taking them. Everyone's using them. Chaos get to use them. Like, it's dumb. They're just everywhere. Right? They're fucking everywhere. Yep. They just made a... They just, GW just reported, like, profits had doubled this year. And it's all on knights. <laughs> got it all on knights. Right? But they're everywhere. They are a gatekeeper for sure. And you better have an answer for them. Like, what's your answer for the knights? Uh, multiple things, actually. The blood letters do okay, because I'm wounding on fives, and then sixes are two damage. Everything's minus three, mm-hmm. so you're only getting six of saves. Um, obviously, the big Demon Prince Titan Killer that you just fucking walk right. up, and I'm putting down a knight every turn. And the Foul Blight Spawns do a lot of work against that thing. Yeah. Just, it's again, minus three, straight three damage. And then I have a decent amount of smite. Yeah. So, it's, I'm trying to tackle everything that I could possibly think of, and we'll see. I yeah. don't know. Obviously, I'm going to try and win Hammer uh, Hammer Wrath, but right. I mean, last year's showing wasn't very good. I never, <laughs> even, I didn't even go back day two. So, yeah. oh, it was bad. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking really bad. So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, but knights are a big piece of the meta. You better have an answer for them. You better have, either know what you're going to do against them, have a plan for them because you are going to see them. It's you funny enough. To. I did not see a single knight in any of my games at BAO. I played six games, never played a single knight. That's weird. Yeah. That's really weird. It was weird. So I was, I was I was ready for it. Like, I'm expecting it. My first game I ever played against the new Knight Codex, I lost some guy who's barely played the game at all. <laughs> but that's how stupid knights are. They're just point and click. Like, they're yeah. so easy. The the the, ability, the, the, the the difficulty curve is not that high on knights. <laughs> they're so tough. They have so many wounds. They shoot so much. Right? It's just like, it's, hey, let's play this on easy mode. Right? <laughs> they're just that good. After that game, I learned a little bit about it, and then I moved on. And I've mm-hmm. I haven't I've played two more games against knights and not lost. So I know how to deal with them. I played Josue with his yeah. knights. Yeah. Well, you just got to get him when he's drunk, and then you'll fucking win. For There's sure. that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I usually can I play Josue game three? I got this. I yeah, got you. Yeah, top table. I'm eating Josue over there. Yeah, I need Josue over here. And bring me beer. <laughs> bring me. <Yeah. laughs> Is there a marijuana store somewhere nearby? Is there a head shop anywhere nearby? Yeah, he's got it in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he has that for sure. I just want to make sure he's plied enough. <laughs> um, the next thing in the meta that I put on here was surprisingly enough, Yanari. Yanari's good. It's really, really good. If you look at the last two months' tournaments, it was either winning or near the top. Yep. In all of this, and everyone's like, oh, you're not, it's dead. It's dead. It's still so good. It's just not fucking broken anymore, right? It's extremely good. It can be broken if you are the best general. I mean, if you really know how to adapt and really use that, that what is it called? Soul Burst? Soul Burst. Yeah, if you really know how to use that appropriately, it's amazing 
how well, fast some units can fucking zip across the board, kill <clears throat> shit, keep moving. They usually use it on dark. So you get Yari with Dark Reapers. See, I see more Shining Spears. And they cast it. Oh, they're also on Shining Spears. They can do that too. So they use, they're using one of those two units for Soul Burst, right? Mm-hmm. So you just got to know either I try to deny this power, I wait for that power. You know, sometimes you're so far back, you can't do anything about it, yeah. right? It's casting a little different ability at this point, but it's still really easy to get off. It's still really good, yeah. and good players are still using it. Yep. So... That's in there. And then, of course, you, the next Eldar thing is Alatak. Which, that's never going to go away. It's never going to go away. You're always going to see it. Um, the Eldar flyer list, like the Rays we're playing that I played at one at BAO, it's really, really good. Which I think, actually, all of those people are copying off of the guy from BAO that you placed. Oh, really? Yeah. Sean Morgan? Sean Morgan. Because I'm pretty sure he was talking about that list Way before the guy that Ray played at fucking Flying Monkey. Yeah, maybe. I'm pretty yeah. sure they're all copying off the same guy. Maybe, you know. Flyers sort of fell out of vogue when they said, oh, the Flyers, they can't take objectives anymore. And if you don't have any fly, anything other than Fly rule on the board, you're now done. Your game's over. Correct. You get boots on the ground. But now, but Eldar are so good because Wave Serpents are so Stupid good. Stupid Wave Serpent. They're so good. They're so hard to kill. They have all these tools to mitigate damage and stop things and do things and move fast and do that. And then once the flyers are eating away at the stuff that can do damage to wave servants, you're left with nothing left to, now I can't kill your wave servants. So fine, I just quit. Like, <laughs> that's what happens. Right? So you're going to see flyers, the wave serpent, the the, fl- the Eldar flyer list. You're going you're gonna to see six, maybe seven. Yeah. You know? And What's the seventh? Serp- they, have a, they have a third different flyer? Um, no, you're going to see like two... You're going to have the three Hemlocks, the three, um, there's the Hemlock, there's the Wraith Fighter, and then you're going to see, it's it's not seven it, different types of flyers. It's the one that like re-rolls to wound against Well, no, you, it's going to be one of the other two, but in another detachment. Yeah, yeah. Right? Still an Alatok detachment, but it's going to be mixed in there. With, so you could have an Alatok, like, battalion, mm. or, or something like that. And then you have the two Flywing detachments, but they'll stick a seventh flyer in there just because they want to fit as many flyers as they can. Into there. <laughs> Just a big middle finger to everyone yeah, they yeah, play yeah. against. Yeah. Something about, oh, I don't know if they can do that. I don't know how someone said they had seven flyers in there. I don't know how they did it, but. I, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. But so. you're going to see a lot of it. I may be getting this wrong, but I usually get things wrong. <laughs> um, well, and the next thing I have on my list, of course, I was going to ask you about is Nurgle. Which part do you want to know? Well, I, I still see a ton of it on the board. I think Nurgle is the gatekeeper. I really do. Because it's, it's really good. I mean, and you can take it far, but at the end of the day, it doesn't score that many points. It It is slow in the sense of not that it you know moves slow, but the fact that it has no AP to any of its weapons. And if you just roll one, if you want to roll three ups all day, you're going to win. I can't fucking do anything about that. And that's one of the problems. So you will see it. Um, you have to be ready for it. You have to have that a lot of multi damage weapons or just stupid amounts of fire that can just toss them out of the board. You just make make you make all those saves exactly. Yeah. And I mean, or death hex or jink or I mean, I don't know if tyranids have anything that no, I don't take away. No. no, no, they don't love Xenos. No, they don't love us <laughs> at all. Uh, if you don't have pointy ears, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, but you really you have to keep an eye out for them, but you don't expect them to see them at the top tables. Well, it wasn't wasn't Don Houston's list was a, a Death Guard. With so the he, had, he had three play burst crawlers, which are just good. It's just a screen unit because right. he has a couple <clears throat> of characters that he wants to keep alive. And he and has it. 10 of them, so he might as well use a couple of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm actually <clears throat> hoping I can meet up with him because I want to buy some of his. 
you know, it's already painted. You're not using those other seven. Let me get a couple. Um, the knights are interesting because they're still not as good as Imperial Knights. But I was blown away by his performance because I honestly didn't think that Don Hoosom was going to go the way. I thought it was going to be Jeff Robinson was going to win. Yeah. Um, and no one expected Salty John to get second, which is good for him. Which is Knights. They're just they're they're so good. I mean, he's yeah. a good player, and Knights are good. I and mean, if you put a good a good unit into a good player's hands, they're going to do well. Oh yeah. You know. Now, are you on this Terminator meta that everyone's fucking ranting and raving about? He had ten of those the the Death Guard Terminators. Yes. Um, what he says is he wasn't expecting a whole lot from just to kind of deep strike and then you know, hold an objective, which they do a very good job of, mm-hmm. but they also put out a pretty decent amount of firepower. So they were just doing more. People just underestimated them, I guess. Well, are, so you're jumping on that bandwagon. I don't know if I'm jumping on the bandwagon. I think people were shocked by it. And I think we're going to see a bunch of it because right now think of where the meta was, right? And then some guy plays a unit and then everyone starts to play it. And then the meta shifts to adapt. Oh, no, right? no. I, I agree a hundred percent that the meta will shift a slight, percentage because some people will start to bring those but i think a lot of people are going to be very disappointed when they put the terminators on the table well they're not going to know how to play them for one i well it's not that if you listen to don Hoosen's interviews with uh i don't know the other podcast right um who gives a fuck about them yeah exactly it's not the veteran game where <laughs> we listen to other so fucking podcasts i'm not gonna mention them fuck you <laughs> <laughs> but uh he was talking about how what he would use those for is he would deep strike them in people's backfields. And, you know, the only thing that he has in those backfields are, you know, cultists or a couple garbage. of garbage or, you know, whatever, mortar squads, whatever. And he's like, yeah, they make short work of them. I'm like, yes, a 473-point unit is good at killing guardsmen. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Like, and you got the Destroy you got them, the Rippers. Destroy them, Rippers. Yeah, so I, that's where the argument to me is dumb, that... It, Maybe people forgot about them or they thought, oh, it's Terminators. You know, I don't give a shit about them. We don't see those anymore. Yeah, so then he deep strikes them. And then, yes, because they're really good at killing garbage that's in your backfield. But I think when other people are going to put them on the table expecting good things because they saw someone, you know, win a GT. I'm going to deep strike this in the middle of the board trying to kill a bunch of shit. Yeah, they're going to be sorely disappointed uh, by anyone that knows what the fuck they're doing. But I think they fit into his list in a very particular way, right? I've got these really tough things to kill. I got these other tough things to kill. And mm-hmm. it's just he had stacks of the same thing that accomplished different goals, but for different ways, right? But everything was just really tough to kill. The plague burst crawlers, the knight, you know, the demon princes, mm-hmm. the, now the terminators. Like everything had a goal to achieve. Yeah, it was four hundred and some odd points to take objectives in some guy's backfield, but the, and that becomes a distraction, right? Shit! Instead of running downfield on my best shit, now I got to hold back with something. Yep. And it's 10 terminators, so it has to be a lot of something really good. Or you just ignore them. I mean, they move four inches. True. If they advance, they have it, so at max, they're moving seven inches, and they have no way of charging. Yeah. You know, like Eldar, like, just walk Fine, away. just t- take that objective on the corner. You can have it. Yeah, like, sure, yeah. fuck, I'm going to go take yours. You can have this one. I don't give a fuck. And there goes five, uh, literally a quarter of your army right. that does nothing the entire game. Right. And I think that's what a lot of people are going to run into. Yeah, but who knows? I mean, I could be wrong, and you can call me a fucking idiot when you well, see you me. are a fucking idiot. So yeah, you know. that's fine. <laughs> I would just prefer you say it to my face so I can smile at you. Okay, well, I'll also say it behind your back too. Yeah, you will. Yeah, <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> uh, the next thing on my list in the meta is Smash Captains, the Blood Angel Smash Captains. I like them. Oh, they're so good. Still, I've never played against them. Really? 
Not once. They're, they're cheap as balls and they do so much. I have nothing that's really good for you to go after, though. Like, even with my Nurgle list that I was playing before. Oh, uh, your Plague Burst Crawlers. No, no, th- this that's new. I'm borrowing that from a buddy. Oh, okay. Like, all I had was Nurgle Flies. Yeah. So, like, sure. Yeah. Can... Against your Nurgle Fly list, it didn't do a whole lot. And against, like, big... Um, what they do, though, is they go after you. They, they could really take out your characters because they right. have the abilities to move real fast, jump over things with fly mm-hmm. and their jump packs. Um, the other thing, too, is for you can take the Veritas Vitae or whatever it is in your command point regenerating. Which, which that is complete bullshit. You should not have two things being able to steal command points. Right. But I honestly think that's going to get changed very, very fast. But in a lot of lists, you have that big character, that big thing that's tough to kill, and they're very good at killing those tough to kill things. Correct. But, like, your big unit is either a Hive Tyrant or the Storm Lord, right? yeah. I mean, are they ever really out in the open when he has one of those things? Because you only need three guys that are semi-close to him, and now he's pushed out 12 inches. He can't charge your sword. Right. So usually what they'll do is they're trying, they're trying to get to a spot. So you couldn't deep strike on them because I'm usually surrounded by stuff. Correct. It's the maneuver where they, they where like maybe turn three or turn two, they can now jump over something and get to him, right? By then, my gene stowers in position. I'm doing a lot of damage on the other stuff. The Swarm Lord, he's a 300-point gene stiller mover. Mm-hmm. He doesn't usually do shit. It's very really disappointing. Like, I put him toe-to-toe against things, and, like, he takes a big dump. <laughs> <laughs> the one game he did well in BAO was against the, um, the Custodian, and he killed two of his. He killed two of the the captains on Don Eagle Jet Bikes. Oh, that was pretty good. Like, it was good. It was fantastic. Yeah. Like, I was so shocked. Like, he did that? <laughs> like, he doesn't do shit. He usually just sits there and just takes... He does nothing. <laughs> that one game I'm playing against you, he did absolutely nothing. That was really piss poor. <laughs> I think the dice hated you that The game. dice hated me that day, but it's like, that's what I see him do. It's like, he comes and he attacks, like, nothing happens. I'm like, I don't get those sixes to do the extra mortal wounds, and yeah. then, like, the damage, like, oh, you take two wounds at negative three. You have an invulnerable save. Go and make them. Can you major through two saves? Well, I noticed nothing. too, you almost have no rerolls. Like the Swarm Lord does not give you any he, kind of rerolls whatsoever. Re-rolls, no. His, yeah. his big thing is that when he wounds on sixes, because he at full at full strength, he's strength eight at the full thing. So he could really take on a lot of big things, right? And that sure. degrades over time. But honestly, he's a 300 point gene stealer mover. God. It's, it's, it's a lot of points to put into it, but if if the turn one works, it's it's sort of an all or nothing idea, right? If turn one works, oh my god. Like, turn one worked. Yeah, that's really good. You know, because I need to get up on you. Like, turn one and turn two, I need to just get a lot of points. I need mm. the bonuses. I need all the points I can get. I need fives and fours, turn one and turn two. Turn three, I'll probably get four, because you're going to win turn five, four, five, and six. But I need to be up by enough and make sure I killed enough that you can't do as much back to me, and I win by attrition. Which is what happened against the custode guys. I got five, I got five or I got... Three, I, I got three because he's custodian. He's hard to kill. Yeah, of course. And then I got two, 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 and two, and he was only getting two, 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 and two. But I was able to grab all my secondaries, right? Mm. I just survived, but he started to come back because all the custodes were coming back. I was like, no, I'm running away now. <laughs> <laughs> I just ran away, you know? But yeah, I mean, he's a 300 point gene stealer mover. So it's really disappointing, but that first turn when it happens is like, it's magic. People yeah, just like lose their minds. It's pretty amazing how fast you can see those models fling across the board. You see people's eyes get really big. You're doing what? <laughs> you move how far? Yeah, I just went from my side of the board to your side of the board in turn mm. one. Oh, I haven't assaulted yet either. Yeah. And I might just do it again here at the end of my charge phase. You're going to do what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to move another it. 20 inches. How's that sound? <laughs> what? And then I'm going to pile in. What? <laughs> you know? So when that, I watched at BA, I did it to a guy and he just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I had no idea. Yeah, it happens. So, 
Um, the last thing on this list, the thing you're going to see in the meta is CP regeneration. And we were talking about that. It's bullshit yeah. that you can have it, but That's stupid. If you like, have the IG, like I have no capabilities of that except for with Thousand Suns, and that's only when my opponent uses that stratagem. I get it only when my Gene Stealers kill a character. Then I have to spend a command point to see if I get D three command points back. Well, that's pretty good. You have like a sixty six percent chance of getting one extra or more. Right, but I have to spend a command point to try to get it. And then I have yeah. to do something. I have to go kill a character to make it happen. You know how many times I forget to do it after I yeah, kill a character? Yeah, that's a good point. Where it's like, every time you spend a command, I get to spend it. I get to show you get a command point. I spend a command point. Do I get some back? Like, it just, it's automatic, right? Yep. When you can start a game, you can finish a game with more command points than you started, <laughs> which happens a lot. God, not, not with me. No, but still, <laughs> like, you're, you're, I'm seeing guys bringing in, I got... The, the guard tax for the command point generation or regeneration, the both ways. When you use them, you got it. And then I got the smash captains also doing it. So every time I spend a command point, right? I think it's, I spend a command where they spend a command. I get to roll two D6. So yeah, it's every time. No, it's every time your opponent uses one. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's like you have, you have two chances to roll a five up. No, oh, that's fucking stupid. Right. And how it's worded too is one of them regains your command point mm-hmm. and then the other one gives you another one. Like yeah. It's, it's worded stupid so you actually get both. If you get and it. I was talking to some guys at BAO because this was everywhere at BAO. It's like, it's so dumb. It's It shouldn't be in the game because command points are supposed to be like this finite thing, right? Correct. You be careful the way you use these. Yeah. Right? You can blow them all turn one, right? It's supposed to be like this finite strategy thing. But if I just have all the command points I need at any given time and just hand them over to my knight. It's stupid. It's 100% stupid and it's going to get fixed. I hope so. But like, what would happen to guard if you wouldn't see guard ever again? The only reason people take guard is a command point reroll. See, I don't think so. Because okay. guard is really good at holding yeah, that backfield. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the whole point of them. But the and thing is, is they, they are able to give those command points to their units because they have a never-ending stream of them oh, to yeah, make their the units. Oh, yeah, that's the first reason they bring right. that guard. Right. The second reason, like, oh, these guys are kind of useful. Right. If I can hang out, hold this objective. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But hey, I was talking to people, like, it's dumb. It shouldn't be in the game. It's broken. Like, we should need to get rid of those things. Correct. You know? I, why Why even have the, the restrictions? Why Just give everyone a 1,000 command points. Oh, you took guard. You have all a limited command points. Just go. Don't worry it, about. Don't worry about rolling. And it's very interesting to see how like the meta has changed to where you see that Imperium is top dog, only because knights showed up. And custodies helped. Custodes, and then, yeah. Like guard, you know, people tr- trickled off of it for a little bit there, and then they started realizing like, holy shit, this is still really, really good. Yeah. It has to its auto include, and I'm starting to realize like. You know, like, Yanari's not that big, scary thing anymore. Dark Eldar, you don't even hear it that much anymore. It's just for the Cabal of the Blackheart. It's, it's yeah, Cabal of the Blackheart, I mean, it, it pisses you off when it happens against you, but... I just spend my command points. For me, all my command points are spent on movement, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, I'm blowing them all. I'm going to spend a command point on this, spend a command point on that. I talk to the guy, I'm going to spend a command point. <laughs> no? Okay, I'm spending a command point on this. <laughs> no? Okay, spending a command point on this. You want, that's the one. Ah, I'm going to stop that one. Okay, now it's the shooting phase. And then my shooting phase, I'm going to move my gene stills. I'm going to spin a command point to double yeah. their advance move. <laughs> nope. Yeah, here I come. <laughs> uh, you know, just going to spend your command points. Make them try to stop them. Because it's three command points to stop. I don't have anything useful to really spend my command points on. It's fight again, plus one invul save. Uh, and a command point reroll. Then why are you taking so many battalions? 
because I spend nine oh, before up the front. fucking yeah, game right. starts. Yeah, nine up front. Yeah, yeah like yeah. so after you know I get a couple re rolls, maybe an auto pass on my morale, and maybe one fight again, and that's it. I'm already spent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of hope I play Imperial Guard player because I get chances to get more fucking CDs. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Oh, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> Well, those are our lists. That's what we're taking to Hammer of Wrath. That's the meta we're most likely going to see is those things. Yep. Um, we're going to take a quick break because it's hot as balls in this room. I'm going to turn the AC on. It's pretty warm. Yeah. I don't want to say anything, you know. No, you can say something. It's, you know? I got soup going on right now. <laughs> it's fucking gross. You're smelling like a hooker on nickel night is what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. We're going to do some list doctoring. Ooh. What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. We all know that listeners of the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted are some of the smartest, most talented people on the face of the planet. I mean, why else would you be listening to the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted? So we're reaching out to you, our talented followers out there. Uh, we know you do more than just war game. Perhaps you're a musician or in a band, and you'd like to hear your music featured at the beginning, middle, and end of, of a Veteran Gamer Reenlisted episode. Reach out to us, we want to hear from you. Perhaps you're an artist and have artwork to share. Reach out to us. We want to share your artwork as well. You can find us online at vgrpodcast.com. Click the content link and send us a message, and we'll work out something between the two of us. But until then, drink up, ladies, and now back to the show. And we're back. Um, So some of our listeners have reached out to us to ask us our opinion on their lists. I don't think we're that good. <laughs> I tell some big ass and fat ass and big boob jokes, drink some beer, say fucking shit a lot, you know, and then we talk about some 40K. But yep. apparently people respect our opinion. Isn't that weird? It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is impressive. So um, some of our listeners have sent us some lists to kind of look at. Um, they did over, they messaged over Facebook, sent us the lists. I said, I'd take a look at it and we'll go ahead and talk about them now. Well, they also didn't know that I would be, looking they at didn't these know lists. you'd be here, but I'm glad you're here because you actually won a major tournament. And neither me or Ray have. Uh, so your, your, your opinion is much more valuable at this point. It's <laughs> <laughs> so a fuck you, Ray. <laughs> You've been replaced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so our first list comes from Talon Rooney. His name is Talon. It's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, he had some questions about, um, he's running dark angels, um, with Imperial guard and smash captains, mm-hmm. right? Um, the Imperial guard is there for obvious reasons. It's the company commander, two company commanders with the Corvus Aquila and the grand strategist. Um, it's the three infantry squads. He's just using it to get a cheap battalion. He yep. has five CP and he's regaining CPs. Um, he's got three smash captains. He spends the three command points to get the Veritas Vitae, which does the command point rerolls we were mm-hmm. talking about earlier. And the, on Angel's Wings, that's the one that gives you the ability to leave the table, come back. Is, is, is that the one that has no Overwatch? Yeah, no Overwatch. Yeah, yeah that one's really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's got three smash captains. One has the one, one has the other. They both mm-hmm. got storm, um, storm shields and thunder hammers that are just beating the fuck out of things. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Obvious reasons why there's there. Um, he then included a Reaver squad in there because you can take elites okay. and their blood angels to get plus one. They get the, all the bonuses and, and charging and everything, mm-hmm. which is okay. I just don't see Reavers a lot. I've never seen them. I've never the seen table. them in any competitive tables. And then he's got the Dark Angels in there. Um, so he's got Asriel, a lieutenant, uh, three scout squads, um, one with a heavy bolter in each one of those. So he can use the stratagem. It's for the mortal wounds, of right. course. Yep. 
Then he has a four-man squad of aggressors. Then he has a Ravenwing Dark Shroud, which is um, a um, the skimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, then he has a unit of Hellblasters and a Dark Talon. Dark Talons are flyer. Um, Hellblasters are good. They use plasma, so that works out. Yeah, the strategy works out good for them. Right, right, right. So when I asked him about it, though, um, he goes, I didn't want to use any uh, too hungry CPs for the like, – he doesn't too much – like this CP heavy because he wanted to spend all his CPs for his smash captains mm-hmm. fight again, whatever, right? Whatever they get out of that. But right? he has three battalions. So he started with 18 command points off the bat. Uh, he's got two battalions and a, um, and a Supreme command. Oh, the other, oh, I thought there was yeah, it's two, uh, it's two, it's two battalions and a Supreme command. Oh, still, it's like, but still he's points. got three ways to regen CPs. Yeah. It's amazing. He's spending three up front to give the two extra relics to the smash captains, but still he's starting with 10 CP and he's regening. Yeah. He's starting with 10. Yeah. Right. And he's 11. regening. Well, it's five, five and the, oh yeah, the Plus one. one. Yeah. yeah. And the three. Yeah. So, so he's starting 11. with 11 right. and he's probably still going to finish the game with like two or three. Probably. Yeah. I don't, I don't see what the problem is. So I didn't see what the problem was with having units that were hungry for CP where you could utilize the plasma stratagems, mm-hmm. right? He also said that he, he has um, the Black Knights, which are the bikers with the plasma talons, yep. but he also didn't want... He's got... He thinks they're too expensive for the list. I don't think so. How much are they? Uh, it's like 185 points for a unit of three. It seems pricey, but what they do, it's actually pretty good. I'm listening. Okay. Um, they have the plasma talents. You take advantage of that, right? They have a pretty badass hammer too in close combat. Plus, they're fast as fuck. Yeah, I'm sure they move 14 minimum. I think they're moving 16, maybe yeah. 14. Yeah, yeah. But they're moving fast, right? It's a pricey unit, but I think when you add all the other stuff on top of that, with the list that I'm gonna, I've kind of put together for him, I think it'll make sense, right? I just don't think he's taking full advantage of what Dark Angels do. Now he has Azriel in there to provide the four up and vulnerable save within six inches. Mm-hmm. The problem I have with this is that it's a castle, and castles are meant to be brought down. Yep. <laughs> so, for me, I've got a close combat army. If I just walk forward with a bunch of gargoyles, I assault Azriel and the Hellblasters. They kill two or three, and then I go touch the aggressors. Yep. And then they're useless. Right. Now, everybody's useless. Now, I've mm-hmm. just taken your castle. Now, you're, you're defensive. You're maybe not doing a whole lot. I don't know if aggressors have the ability to fall back and shoot, do they? No. Yeah. Not, not unless there's a specific stratagem that I don't know about. The only one that can do that is ultramarines. Right. That's it. So you're out there and you're. I'm just. I, now I've made your castle useless. That's a big piece of your army. Yep. Right. The other thing I don't like about this list it has a single dark talon. Dark talons are good, but what if I kill that single dark talon? Then you got nothing. Now you got nothing. <laughs> right. When I take a good unit, I want to take it in twos. Mm-hmm. So for me, I take two flying hive tyrants or three. I take two units of Gene Stealers. I would take two units of Hive Guard, right? Mm-hmm. I would take one of something if it's a big unit, like a screening unit. You take sure. one of those, right? Um, Plague Burst Crawlers, you take two or three. Yep. Right? Fly units, you take two or three. Yeah. Uh, foul Blight Spawns, Blood Letters. I mean, you just have one unit. It's not going to do what you want it to do. Right. Because as soon as it's dead, that big piece you were depending on is now gone. Correct. So one of anything, if it's good, take two. At least two. Apparently, unless it's Dawn Terminators. I mean, right, well, yeah, <laughs> but that's also a big unit, right? It's yeah. a 10-man unit of something really tough, right? <laughs> but everything else he had, twos of, he had two, I mean, the yeah, two armatures, yeah. he had two, uh, three of the fucking tanks. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, he has multiples of stuff. You spam stuff because that's good. So if one dies, I still have, I'm still doing what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. His list is full of this. The one Reaver squad. 
You know, I like the three smash captains. You, I, I've never, I've never said anything those bad about that. Good. No, I'm not saying anything bad good. about that. Yeah, you have the guard CP. That's cool, right? The uh, the guard tax. That's cool. It just there's just a lot of one stuff in here. One Ravenwing Dark Shroud. One Dark Talon. Three scout. I mean scouts. I mean they're just scouts. But one thing I'm a little worried about though is the whole point of a, a smash captain is to run in, fucking kill something. And then die, right? Something big. It's a it's a suicide bomb, though. Essentially, right. it doesn't matter where it's going to be. It's going to kill something, and then it's going to die. But you're putting a relic that's giving you command points on something that mm-hmm. you intend to go die. Right. I mean, personally, I would think about switching out maybe one of those smash captains for I don't know whatever the cheap HQ is. Something that's going to sit back. A lieutenant with a jump pack or something. Yeah, like that. something that's actually going to retain those command points that are going to be useful. Instead of just, yeah, turn two, yeah, you run out there and then he dies and now you don't Unless you're, like, extra. really careful about how you put him out there because the captains aren't that expensive. Um, like 110 or something? 129. It's still, still pretty cheap. Yeah. But it's, what, five wounds? It's got yeah. three up invul and then it kills one thing and then it dies. Well, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but you would, you would pick that target for that one character that has that. You're like, I'm going to be on the edge of the board killing something over here you know like so you have to be very careful how you place that one captain um so yeah it's there but yeah like to your point i, I didn't think about that put it on a captain that's not going to do anything no. or, on, or on someone who's not going to do a whole lot but sit in the back and like yeah. yeah either the captain's not doing its purpose or it does its purpose and then you're losing the reason why you took a spin a command point for a relic you're actually spending three command points yeah. to get the second relic. Yeah, right. so basically, yeah, one and a half of those is attributed to that, which just died. Right. So, <laughs> Right, it's a lot you just spent to get that. That's now not there to get what you... Maybe you didn't get those one and a half command points back because you died so fast. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think you do regain anything if you're on the table, if you're not on the table. I don't think so. Because obviously they're deep striking. So... Yeah, that one would be deep striking. The one that's on Angel's Wings would not be deep striking. But the one with the Veritas Vitae. But you might put him on the board, like, you'd put him behind on the board behind, like, a, like a ruins. <laughs> or in a just building. hanging out there with a thunder hammer and a jump pack. Well, then he just... jump, then he <laughs> jumps and advances, so you go, like, turn two or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, you're, it's very possible. Yeah. So you'd move, he'd be, like, a two turn two kind of deal. Like, okay, I saw where you moved, now I can move and go get it. Like, I see ways around if, if it. If you're good enough to play cat and mouse with a shield captain like that without deep striking him, you know, hey, yeah. fucking do it, dude. You yeah. got this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I looked at the list and I, I messaged back with Borforth with him and uh, I just, I didn't think it was taking advantage of really what Dark Angels do best, mm-hmm. which is plasma. Um, it, you could do like the same sort of list and do it like Raven Guard, mm-hmm. where you get everyone's negative one outside of 12. But you could still utilize that same advantage, which is better. I think negative one's better than a four up in some ways. Then you wouldn't have to worry about the castle. Now you could spread your stuff out. Yeah, but I, I think this is a guy that just really wants... Because that's his main um, army, right? His main detachment. The Dark Angels, yeah. I, I think that might be just his love. Right. And he's, try, he's using the rest to stay competitive. So. Right, right, yeah. So I, th- I thought, okay, well, I'll stick with the Dark Angel thing. But mm-hmm. honestly, if you're trying to run this castle, don't run it as a castle. Maybe take two aggressor squads. The thing with the, um, the, the Raven Guard, too, is you could now put that unit into the shadows and turn two, bring it out anywhere within nine inches of an enemy unit, and the aggressors are blowing shit up. Mm-hmm. And because the range of that stuff is 24 inches, you could take it outside of the 12-inch range of everything, yep. stick it at 12.1, you're still blowing up everything with, it's a, good. with a lot of shots, and you still get your negative one to hit. Yep. So I think that's – and you could deploy that anywhere. 
you know? Well, I think it's like the Alpha Legion thing. Like, before the game starts. Well, you put them into the shadows. It's like Deep Strike. So, it's not an infiltrate. Oh, so this is different. I yeah. thought this was a co- or like carbon copy. No, no, of, no, no. It was different. Of, um, fucking Alpha Legion. Yeah. Theirs is an infiltrate maneuver. Whereas the Raven Guard is like a deep, strike. a deep strike. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It is. I mean, I like the idea of multiple units of aggressors because you have your big tank killing fucking hunting guys with the shield captains. Then two units of aggressors. It really is like the Alpha out. Legion one. It is. Yeah. So use the stratagem when you set up a Raven Guard infantry unit during deployment. You set that unit up in the shadows and instead of placing on the battlefield at the beginning of your first battle round before the first turn begins, that unit emerges from their holding place. Set them anywhere on the battlefield more than nine inches away from enemy models. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's just like Alpha Legion. Yeah. Which is pretty useful. I mean, even if you don't go first, you you can usually stick them in a, a line of sight blocking building. He's a train of building their infantry so they can walk out. Yeah. yeah. You're there. Right. So. so, I mean, that if you wanted to use those aggressors, that's probably a better idea, especially if he wants the castle tough to kill sort mm-hmm. of thing. You could do that. Um, but he really wants the Dark Angels. So, looking at Dark Angels, the thing you know, after BAO and seeing what was successful there, which was funny, was there was a Dark Angel player with um, uh, Dreadnoughts. Which was weird and <laughs> really? did very well. Yeah, <laughs> those units like like the Terminators. You don't. How could this do well? And I'm hearing stories of how Terminators are doing well in places, well, and Dreadnoughts idea, are doing well. Remember the idea of Eighth Edition? Remember when it came around? Everything's viable. Everything's good, and I fucking love that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I have a tough time going through my codex sometimes because there's so much shit that I want to put in. Right. I really wish that I had more detachment capability. Right. I could take four detachments instead of three. It'd be amazing. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So. uh he says he's really committed to the Dark Talon and the Hellblaster. He has to have those two units. He really loves those. The problem I have with the Dark Talon for one, yeah, it's a really good unit. It's just very expensive. It's 200 points. Yeah. You know, sure, it does a lot, but I think it's, once again, not really taking advantage of what Dark Angels do. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So I left his Smash Captains. I left his, inf- I left his infantry squads. Uh, I took out the Reavers because I haven't seen them Ever, ever doing ever, anything ever. yeah maybe it's good i don't know and it's one of those it could be the terminators of the next tournament it could be i mean i, I maybe he's found some magic that those. i don't know about right but yeah. i haven't seen him, so i took those out dark talent i don't like one of anything it was just too pricey to put two or maybe even three in without and keep the integrity of what he's trying to do correct or else you just have a mishmash of all really good units but aren't really doing anything together yeah which is a problem um so uh, I gave him his company commanders, his troop squads. Um, but what I added for him was Bulgrins. Interesting. Okay. Um, I don't know if he has them, but I got one, two, three, four, five, six of them. Um, plus the, plus the, so seven total. Pretty beefy. Um, he gets the um, Primaris Psyker. Because mm-hmm. the Primaris Psyker has the psychic power that gives them plus one, plus to, their, one to save. Plus one to their save. He gives them a two up. Well, they already have a two-up, right. and then they have a four-up invulnerable, right. and then so that goes into a three-up invulnerable, and right. then he has a stratagem because he has a full guard battalion. Right. So, boom, two-up invulnerable two against up invul- shooting. Against shooting. Correct. So, tough as balls, really tough to kill. Yes. And then he gets a Minostaur and Priest, which sits right behind him, gives him plus one attacks. Yeah. So, please go and attack me. And right? that, that thing is a beat stick. It you know, really does work. He really wanted to be tough, and I'm like, okay, I think this is tougher than Asriel and your aggressors because mm-hmm. for one these guys are going to stand there and they're not going to be a target no one's going to shoot at this thing right no. and it but it's going to eat up a big piece of the board or, or if they do shoot it they waste a solid turn realizing then fucking get nowhere right and then hey right you know, you're one step ahead already so now i own the middle of the board and there ain't shit you can do about it yep right please mm-hmm. come at me bro um so that was the the two things he had there i just added something for him the bulgrims mm-hmm. 
I added them because for his Dark Angels, I gave him a Ravenwing Talon Master and Samael and Sableclaw. These are the two, um, the two skimmers, um, that are now characters. Mm-hmm. So these are very fast. They shoot a lot and they're really good. And now they're characters with less than 10 wounds. They can now hide behind other units. Like you, Bolgren. Like Bolgren or like scouts. Yeah. Right. Um, cause you place your scouts. Okay. He has three units of scouts for his dark engine. You place them out in the middle of the board. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now I can move these little jets everywhere. Yep. And you can't touch them and they shoot like fucking bananas. And you, you could hide those scouts inside a line of sight blocking yeah. buildings. Right. And now and you still can't shoot my yeah, shit. You still can't do anything. And these units are really, they're characters. They're really good. They're tough to kill. They're fast and they shoot a fuck ton. That's awesome. You know, so I gave him two of those. Um, then I added, he said he has black knights and I know it's a little pricey. Um, but I gave him two units of Ravenwing Black Knights because they come with the Plasma Talons. Mm. These guys are also really fast. You've got Smash Captains moving forward. you got your Skimmers moving forward. You need something to accompany that. It just mm. can't be these things out there because, oh, cool, I'll just focus this one thing and I'll go kill it. Yeah. Right? Because your Smash Captains are going to be the first thing they see. It's right there. Mm. Right? And then if I maneuver correctly, I can get to that Skimmer. Right? I'll go get it. Right? Yeah. I'll go find a way to get it. But i got to provide something else to support that. Bullgrins move super fucking slow. They are, but when they get there, they do work. It's going to take them two or three turns to get there, and now I'm in, you know, hopefully by then I've maneuvered myself in a way where I'm doing what I need to do. Now I just stick my two skimmers behind them, right? And now I'm good to go. The Black Knights exist to provide him with, like, that other thing. They move super fast, they shoot, they assault pretty well, so you can actually go get recon, turn one. So are the aggressors still on this list? I took them out. Okay. The, bo- the Bulgrins take their load of stuff. The Bulgrins take their spot essentially. No, no, no I, I like it because you, you have the Bulgrins running at the field along with the Smash Captains, all three of them, and then you have the fucking Ravenwing guys running up too, which are just beat sticks, and on top of that, plasmas that are kind of outflanking in a sense. Yeah, you could pick a flank or come on two sides and like really pick on targets. That, that, that's a lot of pressure you're really putting on someone. Oh, while your stupid guard is just sitting in the back fucking right. holding objectives. The problem with this other list, though, is like the one thing that could move forward was the stupid Dark Talon. Talon. That was it. But Talon's in his name. Yeah, it's cool. It's <laughs> fucking cool. It's, I didn't think about that. That's really smart. Yeah. I'll put him so back in. You should feel bad yeah, by not putting bad. fucking this probably his favorite unit. But I gave him the Talon Master. Okay, that makes up for it. Yeah. So you have to stick with this list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I gave him a Hellblaster squad. There's a, a oh that's right and that that's pretty good a bare basic hell blaster squad hell blaster can sit back they don't require anything they can sit on a piece of ruins and shoot out and they have a two up they have two wounds and cover of course yeah and I think their plasmas are like they 28 got, inches or something uh, they're 30 pretty, they're 30 yeah pretty good especially when you use that stratagem which is only one command point to fucking yeah extra damage really good yeah so I, I give him his plasma but I think it just takes better advantage I mean a four up is great right. But you're spending so much to make a four up good on units that are really good. They're just going to become a target. Yep. You know, where I give you multiple threats on different parts of the board that take advantage of what Dark Angels do. That's my opinion. I don't play Dark Angels and I'm, th- I'm three and three tournament player. But I just looked at your list and I saw like because I thought about Dark Angels. I have I have Black Knights in here. Oh, OK. Like I'm, I'm I was planning on doing to go with my Admech mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to how do I get faster. And it's one of the things I thought that Samael, not on Sableclaw. I have them on Corvex. It's like a little jet bike. But um, I've thought about these guys in the past, and I think they're really good. And there was the guy who was at BAO who went 3-0 day one. He had Black Knights in his list. So there's something to them. Oh, obviously they're useful. Right. Yeah, 100%. So um, I think give those a try. If you have the Black Knights, put them together. He said he have not put them together yet. Put them together and go play an RT with them. 
Put in five games, Talon. Yeah. And then come back, tell Andy either he sucks at yeah. making Dark Angel lists. Yeah. Or, you know, he did pretty good. And, and yeah. Keep keep pushing, man. Get yeah. competitive. <laughs> get, get good. Yeah, get good. Get good. Get good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what I had for you. I'll go ahead and I'll post this list for you that I made for you. Um, just let me know how it does. Try it. Don't try it. I'm going to fuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it was just cool. waste a bunch of our time for fucking nothing if you don't even try it out. I was sitting on the shitter making lists, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so but I rate it, huh? Yeah, I rate it. Okay, it was a great advice. I'm saying, oh, shit, I'm gonna make good. a list. This is kind of cool, you know. I'm taking my time, get all the poop out, you know. Like when I'm in a hurry, sometimes like they'll take a shit. Like sometimes I don't get it all out. Uh, so I get in the habit of watching porn while I'm on the shit. <laughs> I all can't of a sudden, do I look around like, oh shit, I've been here for 20 minutes. Boss can get mad. I can't do that because I get boners and it touches the top of like the inside of the. Oh no no! After you pee, you just lift your dick out of the bowl. Because I'm you're, peeing you're... the whole time. I'm pushing the whole time. Jesus. <sighs> You're going to get a hernia. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a... I have a oh, no, a hemorrhoid. That's yeah. what I want. A hemorrhoid. <laughs> I got a colon issue. <laughs> need some girl to milk my colon for me. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, look it up. <laughs> Never had your colon milked. You have not lived. <laughs> it's the man's G-spot. I'll tell you what, guys. Um, so my, our next list, this comes from James Germany. Frequent caller to the show. Yeah, I was going to say, I've heard of him. Yeah, he's our boy from Texas. He's our right. stage nine clinger from was Texas. Was he the one that asked me if I was pretty dick online? I'm not sure. I don't remember. God, i got to find out who it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he sent us a list. He's playing AdMech. He, told, he asked about his AdMech. He actually asked me in a voicemail a while back why I don't talk about the AdMech because I talked about it before. But the season I said I was going to devote myself to Tyranids, that if I just stuck to it, I could probably get top 10 West Coast Tyranids. I'm currently fourth place, West Coast Tyranids. Congrats. That's fucking Thank awesome. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, so I got a long way to go. There's lots of games still to be played. Someone can sneak up, but I think I've got to stick to it. Like, I, I got to do a little better in some RTs and then BAO. Like, I got, I, I scored two additional points better than Broadside only because I lost my game one. Oh. See, when you lose the game one, you don't get the multiplier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I had won my game one and lost my game two, I'd have gotten more points out of it. You know what's crazy is until Ray said that the last week. I've never fucking heard of that. Never thought about that? No, it's in there. It, it, I we, never knew that was a thing. When we started talking about how we were going to, like, we were going to track our ITC points. Yeah. I looked up, okay, how do they do the, I looked it up a while back and I saw that, but the multipliers, but I usually wasn't vying for wins. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to win. I'm probably not going to win this story. I'd like to, but like, how do the ITC points calculate? Mm-hmm. That's why the winners of these things get so many more points than when you win a big tournament, you get a massive amount of points because of the multipliers. And the yeah, more games I, I you just play. thought that's just how it worked out. I didn't know that there was multipliers. Yeah, there's multipliers. So every game you win before you get your first loss, mm-hmm. it multiplies your points. Now, does it cap off? Because Ray said something about the fourth game is when you want to lose if you have to lose. Well, if, if, if you're going to lose, if you're going to go five and one, you want it mm-hmm. to be like that fourth or fifth game. I right? didn't know if it like capped out like the way no, you said it. No, it doesn't cap. It's just like you don't want to lose your first game and then go five and one because I don't get any multipliers. Mm-hmm. You could get five. You could go five and one. Someone else goes five and one, but they lost on game five and you lost on game one. He gets way more points than you do because of the multipliers. That makes sense. Cause going through BCP, I'll see like it fluctuates like 10 or 20 points sometimes as I'm going up. And I didn't have no idea why. So I did better. I won more games at BAO because I lost my first one. I got no multipliers. So I ended up actually getting two more points in my broadside victory. Mm-hmm. So actually, some of my RTs count for better points <laughs> than my B than my broadside or my BAO. But you only get for your total B um, ITC score. You're only allowed to take a total of four RTs, three, three RTs, three RTTs, 
one GT, one major, major, but the the GTs can take over four of them, and the major can take over all five. Right. So if you run five majors, you're right. good for your scores. Right. So I needed the second major or GT to make up the full tally of my points. And then for your inside of your, your faction, it's four total scores. Mm-hmm. And that's up to three RTs and one major or GT. But a major GT can take over the place of RTs. Correct. Or the major can play, take place of GTs, depending on how the points work out, right? Yep. So I got two additional points out of this. <laughs> but it moved me up into fourth place as opposed to fifth place. I was like one point behind my opponent. Which is, hey, or, And now I'm ahead of him, right? So now I'm in fourth place. So fourth place, West Coast Tyranids, long way to get there. Not bad. All right. I played Adamek last year. Um, for SoCal Open, and I was going to play them for probably LVO, but I couldn't go because that work showed up all of a sudden. Um, damn but I, work. Damn it. Yeah. Um, but he, he's playing Admech, and he, he has sent me a list. His list has a whole bunch of weird shit in it. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, it was weird. Um, five troop units, three, you know, one, two, three... One, two, three, four, five troop units. Yeah, it looks weird. It looks like there's more, but it's only five. Yeah, two headquarters. So, like, why is, there, is he going for a... I thought he was going for maybe a brigade. Yep. Because um, he fills out the elite slots. He fills out the heavies, and he has no... No it. fast attacks, yeah, no right? Fast so attack it, just, it, it felt weird, yeah. so I didn't know why I was there. Um, he has um, the the guard tax, but he also includes a Primaris Psyker... Um, an the heavy path, an astral path, and the heavy weapons team, which seem weird. Like it, 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 I mean, the, the heavy weapon team makes sense. I mean, there's it's sometimes, cheap. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's mortar, so I mean, yeah, but you already have it with your infantry squads because he has it in there. And then okay, I guess if you want denies, I guess it might be useful. So, but those the problem with those characters being deniers is that they're so squishy. That they're never far enough to head to actually deny, deny anything. anything. Unless you're going against an army that's a an assaulting psychic army. Like mine, for instance, where maybe you can deny one of them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Besides that, because they only have one deny. Mm-hmm. Past that, they are useless. It, did, it just didn't feel... Nah, it's weird. It's out of place. It really had a place. So, uh, and then also he's got three units of Onager Dune Crawlers... Uh, with the neutron lasers, which are cool. I mean, if you're going to face knights and you do hit and you do wound, I mean, it's going to do some damage. If I get that. If they hit and if they wound. Right. <laughs> and then he's got the full grad electro priest, but he's got three units of 11. Yeah, weird. All right. So this is, this is Stygies. Of course, they have the negative one to hit, just kind of like Raven Guard. Um, and the electro priest, these are the close combat variety that have the pole arm. So if mm-hmm. they kill a unit, they go from a five up and vulnerable to a three up and vulnerable. Um, they get a five up, feel no pain innately. So it's a really good unit. Yeah, it's just it's three beefy. units of 11 just kind of seemed weird. Yeah. Um, because now you get, that's three units you're giving up Reaper points for. And that's also three units that are almost not guaranteed, not going to make that charge. Right. It's, uh, you're, I think you're spreading yourself thin. I, that's, that's what I thought too. So I just thought there were some problems. And then he had, um, a knight gallant, knight gallant, um, was house crassed. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the one I like. Yeah. But once again, like re-rolling everything, I don't know. I mean, for the Gallant, it's not that necessary because if you're at your top tier, you're hitting on twos anyways. Right. So, yeah, you get to re-roll the three ones that you maybe have rolled if you roll terrible. Right. Uh-huh. I just felt like there was some misuse of some points in here. Yeah. Like, he's on to something. It's just needs a little tweak. Agreed. Right? Mm-hmm. Um. So, the list I made for him, I've got the standard... 
uh, guard tax. Of course. Um, but what I, I gave to him, because he was really worried about taking care of screens. Um, I gave him three of the Artemia Pattern Hellhounds. Yeah, those are good. Those right. Are stupid good. Um, they're they're fast. They have a flamer that reaches out real far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really good unit. It's cheaper than the normal one. <laughs> now, did you put him as uh, Catachin for those? Uh, what, what would the benefit of the Catachin be so, for the Hellhounds? So you get a re-roll one of the D6s. For how many shots? Oh, that's shot. right. That's right. No, so that, yeah. that inflicts that helps your mortars on your on your fucking infantry squad. Yeah, it's true. Your hellhounds, all this stuff. Because the Cadian, all it's really good for is if you don't move, you can make an order to reroll everything. Yeah, which is useless if you only have three mortars. Yeah, I didn't think about, I didn't think about the Catachin thing. So they'd be better off Catachin for the how many hits? Because it's D six shots. It's it's exactly so you basically, the, yeah. you're just rolling 2d6 for every single time you pick the highest yeah. immediately yeah i didn't think about that yeah. yeah it's much better for that that's why we have two people doing this instead of one <laughs> oh yeah a little bit yeah. no that's good that's good um and then uh for his knights i actually gave him a full um supreme supreme uh, or uh, super heavy detachment of mm. three um house raven because now you can actually take advantage of the household rules um, where they can move and advance and shoot all their stuff at the same time. Oh, yeah. Still a Knight Gallant, um, but he has the Iron Storm Missile Pod now, which shoots anything out of line of sight, so he can move and advance, still shoot that bad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I gave him two Armager Warglaves. Those are the close combat variety, with the Heavy Stubber and their um, Melt-A-Gun. Mm-hmm. So you can move 14, advance up to 6, you're going up to 20, and still shooting a Melt-A-Gun at full ballistic skill. And I'm pretty sure there's a stratagem that you're still able to charge. Yeah, there's a stratagem for that, too. Yeah. That, yeah, which yeah. is huge. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, right? really good. So you can move up to 20. Stand in the middle of the board, twenty. You know, now I'm like in the middle of the board, and I can shoot all my guns at full ballistic. Yeah, that's really good, <laughs> right? And then the uh, the gallant could probably may be able to make a close combat move, right? All of them probably could, most likely. Yeah, I right. mean, if if you're anywhere near that line, right? So then I um, for his uh, Stygies battalion, um, I gave him two engine seers, um, which their headquarters unit, the cheap ass ones, like forty seven points. You know, like. Cheapest balls. Um, and then I gave him three Ranger units with the Trans Ceranic Arabus. That's that sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. 60 inches, strength seven, negative two, D3 damage on six. It does mortal wounds on top. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. I I, I really undersold it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were saying, I don't think that's very good. But, you know, you're going to pick on that. If you got that one company commander from the other guy who happens mm-hmm. to be within 60 inches, you're going to kill that motherfucker. Now yep. he's not getting command points. That's what it's there for. It's just to kill commanders. And Imperium is the meta right now. And you're right. You're going to see that all the time. Right. Then I gave him 20 Fulgrite Electro Priests instead of three units of 11. I just feel like a bigger unit of this is better. You Agreed. can infiltrate them turn one. You then move and now advance or move and now charge. Mm-hmm. If you kill a unit, um, you then get, you go from a five up and vulnerable to three up. Your odds of killing a unit are much better with 20 than 11. Oh, yeah. And now you've got a 20-man strong sitting at a 3-up and vulnerable save and a 5-up feel no pain. Yeah. That's a lot better than an 11-man. <laughs> it's a lot better than 3 It's 11. a lot scarier. It's scarier. It's, yeah. You add that to the Armager Warglaves and the, ga- the Gauntlets running down the field. Now everything's supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Right? So you got three. Now you got four really tough units downfield doing some shit. Not to mention the three Hellhounds right behind you. Oh, yeah. Coming up the backfield. So everything is supporting everything. You don't just have this really good unit and this really... Everything is doing something for somebody. 
And that is a lot of pressure on your opponent. Because mm-hmm. the Warglaives are really good in combat because of, it's what, strength 7, minus 2? Something And they, yeah. they get a decent amount of attacks. It's like 8 or 9 attacks in close combat because they can, they have two profiles. Oh, that's right. They, they can do mega hits or they can do like the a sweeping, sweeping advantage. Yeah, sweeping attacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're actually pretty good. The Gallant's obviously a beast in combat when it gets there. Right. And then obviously the Electro Priests are going to sneak in. They're going to fuck something up. And all the while, you have the hellhounds that are just mowing down anything. Right, right. And hopefully exploding and killing more. Yeah, yeah, doing more, <laughs> right. And then I give him, instead of three dune crawlers, I gave him two, but with the Icarus arrays instead of the neutron lasers. Mm-hmm. I think you've got, you've got Meltaguns going forward, you've got Electro Priests that are doing damage, you've got the Gallants that are doing damage downfield. I think the hellhounds are doing some shit. The dune crawlers, you're going to see shit with fly. No, it, that, that's... It's actually a really strong list because you have your pressure in the front, your hellhounds covering the mid ground, and you still you have your long range fire plus sniper fire and obsec, just taking your backfield and just mowing down ahead. Yeah, that's pretty strong. So I just I, I just maneuver things around. Yeah, he had some good units in there. It just mm-hmm. misappropriated some of the points. I agree. I don't. Yeah. He doesn't have any psychers, so no denies. But at a certain point, you just got to say fuck it. <laughs> you know, yeah. like okay, cool, you're gonna get your smite off. Yeah, you're going to get some of these cool powers off, but my units are really strong with three open vulnerables, mm-hmm. right? Or I've got knights, or I've got these vehicles that are tough. You know, like, okay. And Smite's not even the scariest one. I mean, in my opinion, and I play Psychics, is fucking Doom. Doom, you know yeah. What? You can't do shit against Doom when it's 36 inches away casting right. it. So. And his Primaris Psychers were going to get downfield to do it anyway. His Primaris Psychers were... Well, not Primaris Psychers, is. uh... His psychers were like the little squishy ones for the Imperial. The well, yeah, well, yeah, a, a pri- primary psyker. I think that's what yeah, it's called. Yeah, the primary psyker and an astropath, yeah. He's not that great. I think he has a five-up invul. He's only got a couple wounds. Um, he just dies. He doesn't really do anything. He's got one cast. He's got one deny. Not great. Right. Astropath is even worse. Can't smite. I don't even think he has an invul save. I think it's just a five-up armor save. Right. It's crap. Right. It's just there to deny. Yeah. I mean, sure, you, m- you might get lucky and deny something, but if your opponent has anything worthy enough to be casting psychic powers he has more than one and he's already fucked you out of fucking your denial. it's a free headhunter kills you're giving up essentially yeah. you're just giving up a free headhunter yep. yep. so just move some of them points around and uh move some of those guns around i'm a big proponent of the icarus array i've always loved it way better than neutron laser i know the neutron laser the the, the valuations on that look sexy right on paper it looks like fun i get it right it's a giant dick yeah <laughs> it looks fun <laughs> The, the Icarus Array pushed my shit in at a fucking RTT not too long ago. Yeah. Very, very good. I, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised I don't see it more, to be honest. I, I always just, I played the Icarus Array. Nothing but. People like the idea of the neutron laser. If it hits that target, like, I hit that knight, it's going to do some shit. Right? If it hits. Yep. The Icarus Array has so many shots. With so many different profiles. You can split fire if you needed to. Oh, yeah. It's like nine dice or something per yeah. maybe more. It was a lot. And each one, this one's three damage. This one's two damage. These are one. This is strength this. This is strength that. So yes. it has a, it's a different. You could split it three different ways and attack three different targets. Yes. And be useful. And be useful. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Just make, you know, that, the, just try these things out. You know, I'm not, not giving you these are my God things, you know. You but have to do this. Yeah. But. <laughs> I, I know the Helverins are people's favorite right now because Helverins are good. The Armager Helverins. Helglaves. 
the Helverins, the I thought the Helverins were the auto cannons. Yeah, that's the auto cannon ones. You, right? you gave him the I gave him the war glaives. War glaives. Yeah, I did it because I'm supporting the rest of his close combat shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, the Helverins, the ones that sit back and shoot the the auto mm-hmm. cannons. The auto cannons are good. Don't get me wrong. I love those auto cannons, but I think you just needed more support up front to give another target instead of the it's electro more priest. pressure on your enemy yeah. while the rest of it shoots across. The you got table. front, yep. you got downfield pressure, you got midfield pressure, and you got all mm-hmm. your cool shit in the back. Yep. You know, so that's what I gave him. So give those things a try. Um, tell me what you think. Tell me I'm full of shit. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me my list sucks. What the <laughs> fuck? You asked me, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, but we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with the conclusion of the show. Do you like Dungeons & Dragons? Well, let me tell you about Broken Knives. Broken Knives is the role-playing games where Picasso was to boxing, and Tyson is to art. These two dudes have literally made tens of dollars producing professional-grade content for your gaming table. You can check out their newest series for 5th edition D&D, The Tales of Bentev and the Bard, on dmsguild.com. That's dmsguild.com. Tales of Bentevin is an adventure supplement for the Dungeon Masters. It's about a nefarious bar that seems just like screwing with people. If you're the Dungeon Master, it's basically like harassing your players, but in a playful kind of way. And it's all on dmsguild.com. Also, I've been told I have to say this three times, so it's dmsguild.com. So get the first four tales of Bentev and the Bard for free on dmsguild.com. Wait, that's four times. Sorry, I went too far. dmsguild.com. And we're back. See, you can stay quiet for that five seconds. Ray can't do it. You heard Ray saying, that <laughs> five seconds hard. is so hard. It's it's, just, I don't shut up. Like, <laughs> you know, you shut up the whole rest of your fucking life. And I need five goddamn fucking seconds. You can't shut he, the fuck up. He is so quiet in person unless he's yeah. pissed off because you beat him. <laughs> <laughs> he's just throwing dice. Yeah, and he's mad so and... angry. The angriest <laughs> hobbit I've ever seen. <laughs> His kid looks just like him when he's angry, too. She Doesn't? Did a little scowl. It's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, we got a listener question. Cool. From Jar Jar Drunk Hobo. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jar Jar Binks for no. a second. Jar Jar Drunken Hobo. Um, hey guys, love the episode, but question for you. With Scout Concealed Position, where does it say you can deploy after deployment is over? I found the section in a narrative play, but it didn't seem to be what you were talking about. Please clarify. I also love the show. Keep talking shit and drinking beers. I think we were drunk and talking about Scouts deploying, and like it was sort of an off hand remark like we just weren't thinking about something i may have said something or Ray may have scouts said. deploy exactly the same as nerglings right during deployment correct they could just deploy outside of their pl- deployment zone and nine inches away from your enemies deployment zone it's, and, and uh, yeah. other enemies yeah yeah so we may we may have drunkenly said oh you can deploy them after like infiltration but, but unless he misheard because it raised bullshit rangers just drop down right. anywhere after the right. first turn. So. Right. So he may have been talking Rangers. We Could may have, have gotten some things crossed. We may have just been drunk, <laughs> which is quite possible. Well, we don't drink. Yeah, but no, scouts deploy in the deployment phase, nine inches from your deployment zone. Why that's strong is you stop things like cultist infiltration. Yep. That's why it's strong. If Huge. you're going to face cultists, you want to stop that from happening. You deploy... You know, so they can't deploy. (laughs) 18 inches from your deployment zone, that's where you deploy. (laughs) (laughs) You just, 18 inches away, is it not in ruins? I don't go, fuck, that's where I'm deploying, right there. (laughs) You are not going to shoot the fuck out of my really good units. You're not going to do it. So, yeah, uh, to answer that question, that was there. We may have just been drunk. So that's the answer to your question, why you couldn't find it. Because when they wrote the book, they weren't drunk. 
Um, although some of the rules seem so fucked that they might have been drunk. Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> uh, we got a public service announcement Ooh. from my Warhammer daddy. My Warhammer daddy. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, Jeff says, uh, uh, he doesn't like Pornhub. He thinks Pornhub sucks. Whoa, I have a few words to tell you later. Uh, he thinks we should try Xvids instead. Xvideos. www.xvideos.com. I like PornMD. PornMD? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Anything you type in, it searches everything. Red Tube, Pornhub, all that stuff. Oh, really? It's actually like the doctor version. <laughs> I swear to God. You type it in, and whatever it is, it finds what websites you want, and it's a link to it. It's like the Trivago of like pornography. <laughs> like, it's pretty cool. It searches all the search sites <laughs> for the best porno out there. Okay, I like that. Good. That's a pro tip. Pro yeah. tip. But hey, Jeff, thanks for the... Uh, Thanks for the the shout out there. I, I, I can tell you're watching porn a lot, so that makes sense. <laughs> Good man. He, he drunk dialed us a while back too, which is great. If you want to dial us, drunk dial us. That's the best. Not while you're watching porn, though. <laughs> drunk dial me while you're watching uh, porn. I don't uh, care. I don't want to hear the fapping. I want to hear your vinegar strokes. <laughs> uh, we have a voicemail. Uh, we got Joe again. Joe from PA. He goes, hey, it's Joe again from PA. And we're like, Joe again? Like... Is he calling again? Like, we never heard from him. <laughs> Apparently, he tried dialing us and calling us, and the first message didn't come through. Oh. Yeah. So, that was last week. All right, fuckers. It's Joe from PA again. I don't know what the hell happened in my first voicemail. Apparently, it's lost to the warp. <laughs> Whatever. Suck at making phone calls. Fucking Steve Jobs apparently came back from the grave. Too tsunami. Too soon it. to Steve Jobs right. jokes. Too soon. All I wanted to say was, honestly, Andy... Yes. You got to have your uh, good lady wife back on some more. I like hearing from her. Everyone I like hearing her voice. Oh, she's you know, nice. Gets me a little chub. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Plus, I like the sexual tension between you and her better than I like the sexual tension between you and Ray. You should feel the sexual tension right now. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. It's way better. But honestly, love the episode about difference between shooting and assault. I play orcs. Orcs love assault. Can't wait for my codex. You guys are rocking it. I'm going to stroke you a little bit here. Nice. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. The balls. Don't forget the balls. And try some good beers. All right. Later. (laughs) Thanks, Joe. Hey, thanks. You know, I get a lot of people keep saying, when's Tiffany going to be back on the show? You should bring her back. I I guess that that sounds like the people want that. I mean, we can do it. People want ladies on the show, I guess, you know? (laughs) They want some 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 feminine. Uh, they just want a little sex ed talk. It's a bunch of nerds. They just want to know what happens. <laughs> you know, and Bam d- is giving us so much shit about the close combat versus shooting, and I've gotten so many compliments on that episode. It's crazy. Which that's another thing, Bam. You are fucking wrong. <laughs> okay, close combat is incredibly powerful, and if you were a better player, you would know that. Oh, oh, oh. we're at Bao and Brian Spellerino. Uh, spaghetti. Uh, he was. He kept saying, "Andy, shooting so much better than close combat. I got all my kills from from shooting." I go, "It's not necessarily about what you've killed. There's so much that happens in the close it, combat insane. phase. You're keeping them from doing things. You're denying them things. You're doing so many things that you can't do while you're sitting back trying to shoot. The get, yeah, things die. You're supposed to kill things. Yep. But a lot of the points too are holding more." It's also stealing your opponent's objectives because you're in close combat. That means right. you have obsec on their shit. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Here's this heavy weapon squad doesn't have obsec, and my close combat unit, which is troops, has obsec, and they're standing right on top of you. And if they're really good at shooting, they suck at close combat. That means you are just tearing through them. Yeah, it's, yeah. 
You know what's weird too is my dog's name is Spaghetti. So every <laughs> single time you guys say that, like I always like perk up. Like, <laughs> guys, talking about my fucking dog. <laughs> well, I, I can't say. I can never say his name right. I never get Brian Spellerio. I don't even. know. No, he Spaghetti's would, fine. It's just but, weird. Yeah, yeah. Now I just call him Spaghetti. That's you know? fine. But so yeah. So shout out to Spaghetti. <laughs> But uh, hey, Joe, but thanks for the voicemail. If you want to give us a call, you can do too. Um, uh, the the phone number for the voicemail line is always in the show notes, always on the website. Go ahead and give us a call. Um, oh, I got an email. Ooh. I forgot to put in here. Oh, no, it was a listener question. Never mind. I'm dumb and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, speaking of drunk, lastly, most importantly, what we have been drinking. Uh, we started the show off with the Mission Brewing Indian Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said you weren't kind of a big fan of this one. No, no, no. I love the Mission. Oh, it was good, it's, yeah. It's my second one, which is the uh, Garage Brewing Company, Belgian-style triple. Um, sorry, guys, not a big fan of it, but 9.1%. So It's yeah. hefty on the ABV. Yeah, I, I, got, I got a little bit of a buzz between those two fucking, what are these, 24s? Yeah. So, I mean, not not bad. Just I wouldn't I wouldn't buy this one again. wasn't very good. Uh, and the second one I had was the Last Name Brewing Runaway IPA. Um, I don't know where these guys are from. No, they're from Upland. Oh, that's right by my work. That's man. right by you. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, Upland. I didn't think they had things in Upland. I might have to try something. Then. Yeah, but yeah, uh, the Runaway IPA. This is actually pretty good. It's um. I wish we would have traded beers. Yeah, <laughs> the six. <laughs> God damn it. Well, I've had the Garage <laughs> Brewing, so I know I've tasted that before. And this one. It's got like a citrusy kind of note to it. C- compared to the first beer, the Mission Brewery. Here, I only have little herpes. Uh, so it's not flaring up right now, you, though. You know, the trick is, is like, I don't ever talk about girls and their herpes. I just automatically assume because that way I don't have to tell them about my herpes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It just works out better. Oh, we should have switched beers so <laughs> That's long pretty good, ago. yeah. God That's pretty it. good. So the last name brewing, Runaway IPA. Mm. I highly recommend this one. And the Mission Brewing, I've had quite a, a number of their beers. Um, they've got a stout that's really good. It's pretty, and it's six point eight. I mean, it's it's no sissy beer. It's yeah, not, it's not bad. Yeah, and then this one, the Runaway, six point three. So these are all pretty strong. Yeah, strong beers. So that has been another edition of the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted. I am, of course, your host Sandy, and I am joined by Pretty Dick, the prettiest of dicks. It's so pretty <laughs> and it's so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I'm not sure if pretty dick is a compliment or not. Because, <laughs> like, you know, girl, eh, it's pretty. Yeah. Is a dick really that pretty? Well, you haven't seen my dick, baby. It's pretty darn pretty. <laughs> Until next time, ladies, drink up. <laughs>